Everyone knows the apron is the hardest part of the ring, but this is the nerdiest part of the ring. Your weekly news roundup for the wide world of professional wrestling. I am your host, I am the five-star man, Asa Gray, and joining me at this time, he is one half of the Cape Championship Wrestling Tag Team Champions representing the Academy, the Big D, Dalton Anthony. Yo? I just want to put some special on it. Okay, fair enough. I appreciate it. I don't know why. That was weird. I was just like... Are you trying to take Caleb Carter's spot? Like, I'm very confused. No, I don't want to do ring announcing. No, that sounds I, like a nightmare. I mean, I, I've done it once, and it was okay. Um, but I don't think I have a good... I well, <laughs> If we're going full honest, I don't think I have a great voice for commentary. But I think you need a stronger voice than I have for ring announcing. I get what you're saying. You definitely have a voice for commentary because you're really good at it. But like, I get what you're saying about the ring. The ring announcing is a whole nother thing. Yeah. It is. It it is a different skill set that I don't believe that I have. I think if I needed to fill it, like if for what, like if someone got sick or like, oh, hey, can you also do this? Like, I think I could do okay, but it's not a thing that I would like actively pursue to try to do. Who I absolutely love when they do it and they don't listen to the show. So like, I'm not trying to like fluff them up at all. Huntsberger. Yeah. Kevin had a really, really good, like, ring announcing voice. Well, he's good. It's because he's got that TV voice. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Like, he he spoke professionally for years. Yeah. So he knows, like, where to hit the enunciations and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I had to to record a thing for work for our phone system um, to play overnight. And so I played it for my boss, and she was like, oh, you you got that radio voice. And I was like, yeah, I put on my podcasting voice for it. And she was just like, your podcasting voice, what? And I was like, don't worry about it. Moving on. Sh- shut up. Dude. I didn't say it. I didn't, shut up. I didn't say anything. It's, I, there's nothing that would get me in trouble. Well, actually, you know what? Never mind. Cut this. Cut this, editor. We're going <laughs> to cut this out. You're the editor. The power of positivity <laughs> is how we start each and every episode uh, because the internet is so full of just toxicity and hostilities and negativity for just no real reason that we try to do our part to just put positivity out there tell somebody like hey i dig what you're doing spread the love we encourage you to do the same thing um i have several that i could choose from um one being i got to do commentary again this past weekend with billy um over at ignite hashtag nutshots um one being i'll tell you later <laughs> i mean i'm gonna watch the show apparently i was mentioned on it yeah um one being to kind of funny because greg miller did the how to fix wwe games yeah it was the uh two, wwe 2k should be a live service yeah it should be a free-to-play live service game um which it was an interesting essay but the only thing in my head that like as i was watching it was just like oh but the licensing rights would turn that into a nightmare yeah because like if i drop 50 dollars because i want a bunch of different versions of edge and then he leaves the company and now I, he, adam copeland's over in aew like how does that work and even like okay well it's different names wwe owns edge but not him what happens with like a samoa joe yeah like it, it gets if it, it gets kind of wishy-washy there, but it, it was, uh, it's a very interesting video essay, but the coolest part was he even says like, we listen to the nerdiest podcasts and then like a still of our show shows up. 
because like, we don't yeah. do video. We don't do if we if we did video, it probably would be like video of us talking. So shout out to Greg Miller and Kind of Funny and Matt Batson and Roger Picorni. Um, I think it was Matt that put it in because he was the only one that responded to when I posted about it on Twitter and he gave me a little winky face. Um, oh. But just super cool. Like I that literally made my week. Um, Gallows is actually he sent me a he sent me like a little video recording of it. Uh-huh. So I got home from work and I'm just scrolling through my phone. I see the notification. I pull it up and I was like, I knew the the video had gotten posted, but I was, so I was planning on watching it because it went up while I was at work. So I was going to watch it eventually. And then I realized it was just like him recording from his like TV or computer monitor or whatever. And I realized what it was and I'm watching it and I legitimately was just like, holy shit. And that's what I said to him. And he was like, I said the same thing, (laughs) which was just very wholesome and fun, but like legitimately made my week. Um, But for wrestling wise, my power of positivity is going to Gunther because of the promo he did talking about the Miz specifically for the line. This man has capabilities I wasn't aware of. The Miz has been in WWE since 1993. Did you whenever, know that, Dalton? Whenever him and Jesus created wrestling, yes. Yeah, it, it was it was Mike the Miz Mizanin that said, hey, what if we put cables between these four trees <laughs> and made the first wrestling ring? Um, no, the because Miz like, showed out in the Fatal 4-Way number one contendership match. Um and then Gunther's like, yeah, he's sports. Enter- he did a great job sports entertaining the people. He even did a little bit of wrestling. This man has capabilities I wasn't aware of. To a former two-time WWE champion, WrestleMania main eventer. Just. It's oh, so good. It's fucking brutal. Like, it's not just the chops you got to be scared of. It's also the, 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 the verbal insults. chops. Because if you thought the chops hurt your insides, wait till you hear his words. <laughs> um. Yeah, you sent me that promo, and I was like, damn, Shooter. Like, it's bad enough that he already does that to people, like, in the ring. Now you're going to be a dickhead on the mic? That's the superstar of the year, man. Um, Mine is going out to independent wrestling as a whole for how just, like, insane it gets sometimes. And, like, imposter syndrome's a real thing. Um, But, like, this weekend I had a chance to wrestle at a Black River Coliseum in Poplar Bluff. And I was in a locker room watching Matt Seidel talk a match out with Cody Lane and uh, watching, or I didn't get to watch that match get talked out. I walked past it a few times, but I just kept hearing Jay Lethal talking in the hallway. And it was just the wild, like things that you would have never thought would have happened. Like I was in wrestling gear. I'm, I think I had just gotten done working. Um, and just like getting, just being in the locker room with Jay Lethal and Matt Seidel. And then during my match, um, I think midway through, I tagged in uh, Cade and I was like, hey, heads up, Al Snow's been watching the whole time. Because <laughs> I saw him up in the corner, like watching our match. Because um, Al Snow was there. It was super cool. Um, Buff Bagwell being Justin's favorite wrestler of all time and Buff just loving Justin's shit is probably the most wholesome thing i'll ever get to say about justin which is saying something because he just had a kid two weeks ago yeah that it's a good thing mandy doesn't listen to the show yeah well because i think i said when we got although i 
I'm pretty sure he probably went home and told her that. Yeah, so he hit the curtain after his match, which I didn't get to watch it until the video got posted. But um, Justin hits the curtain. This is good for uh, Dylan whenever, because he'll listen. He was at the show. Justin hits the curtain, looks at me, both hands up in the air extended, and said, I can fucking retire now. And like, <laughs> Dylan, I need you to understand, I've known Justin, and we've been really good friends for the better part of six years. Like, he's always cared about me. Like, he's always been a super good help in my... He has never been that happy about anything. We've seen this man get married. I was going to say, we were there on his wedding day. And I still haven't seen him any happier (laughs) than he was after he did the spot with Buff Bagwell where he was like, do you see how high I got on my dropkick? I got this high just for... Which is a Buff Bagwell thing back in the 90s. Just for Mm -hmm. Buff Bagwell, who was managing the other guy to go, yeah, you were this high. I could hear his erection. Justin's. <laughs> um, I also have a really sweet picture that's super grainy because I had to zoom in because I was sitting way up high in the, uh, the rafters during the Jay Lethal match. Um, but I have a, a picture of Buff and Justin talking to each other at Buff's merch table. And we had, a, like, the Academy had a really fun match. It was a really good night. Um, the crowd was was pretty fun to work with. But nothing was better than to see Justin interacting with, like, his favorite wrestler of all time and them two just, like, hitting it off. Mm-hmm. It was my favorite thing. Um, and just, like, independent wrestling gave us that. Yeah, uh, independent wrestling is is special. Yeah, and it was, like, it was super cool. Um, And it was a fun show. Uh, they, I heard rumblings that they're going to try to do it twice a year. Um, hopefully they asked for us back. I had a fucking blast and a half. Um, it was us. It was a CCW representation. There was ACW, which is just south of St. Louis. There was some Glory Pro. There was WrestleMax. Like, it was a, it was kind of, they said they wanted to make it kind of like a joint show where, like, we have, like, good representation from every company in the area. Um, and it was a super fucking fun locker room. Everybody was super cool. Um, yeah, it was really neat. It was really, there was a lot of OVW there. Um, I, which I didn't know any of those guys. So it was neat getting to meet them. And like, I got to shake Al Snow's hand. That was weird. It's the people I watch as a kid that I shake their hand. Cause like, yeah, it's like, I saw X-Pac at the meet and greet and like, I shook his hand and stuff like that. But like, Mm -hmm. that's different. Yeah, then, because like, you paid to shake his hand. Yeah, I paid the. You were getting paid to be there. Yeah, it was weird. Sig- significantly less than he was, but you were still getting paid. It doesn't matter. It's we were all part of the same show, baby. Um, <laughs> it was a bummer that Alex Shelley couldn't be there because um, he got hurt in the UK. But like, it was still a really, really like cool experience. Um, hopefully, we showed the uh, promoters that if they do it again, we're worthy of coming back. Um, it was a lot of fun. But yeah, that was my power positivity. It was just a really good night. I got we got in the car and it was like an hour ride home for me. And John and I were in the or Kevin and I were in the car together. And the whole time I was like, that was just a good fucking night of wrestling. And he's like, why are you yelling? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. That's uh, very on brand for both of you, actually. Yeah. I he, love that. He really does just deal with my bullshit. <laughs> why are you yelling? <laughs> Calm down there, June. Slow down, kid. <laughs> Um, I, I am younger yeah. than him, but yes, that's exactly how that conversation went. Yes, but he is also the adult. <laughs> yeah, so he's also the older one of the two. That's that. That's how that is. Um, 
I have something I need to tell you after the show because I don't know if it's public knowledge yet, but I learned something cool. And I hate that I said that on the air, so I apologize. Yeah, because now I got to sit on it for an hour and hope that you or hope to remember to remind you. I, I'm willing to bet you probably already know, okay, but it was but something that I didn't know. Okay. Um, and then, so yeah, uh, moving on to the news of the week, couple big stories. Uh, I talked last week about the report that NWA and CW Network had signed a couple deals, but then it came out after the NWA pay-per-view, which I didn't know this until CZ's World on YouTube said it, and then it turns out this is real. The correct pronunciation of S-A-M-H-A-I-M isn't Sam Haim, it's Samhain. Oh, yeah, So yeah. I was completely unaware because I'd only ever seen it like on Supernatural and like Halloween Town and shit like that. With, yeah. with words, but so the but the the, the NWA pay-per-view featured a segment where Father James Mitchell had his little party club in the crowd and was just straight. People were just straight up doing coke. Uh worked i assume maybe not at this point who god i hope it was shoot cocaine (laughs) because if you're gonna if you're gonna loot that this wrestling's fun if you're gonna lose a tv deal over it it better have been it it better it better have been shoot cocaine the phrase shoot cocaine like also broke my brain a little bit (laughs) it may have been the day that i've had but shoot cocaine like and not even like oh shooting drugs no just just wrestler wrestling shoot shoot yeah (laughs) <laughs> um but so I, cause like apparently... I, I say things like that to you sometimes and you get annoyed that i say it that way but shit yeah. cocaine was one that i knew was gonna tickle you the it really did um the cocaine spot if you will <laughs> the proper cocaine the, the snort spot um <laughs> Was it right nostril or left nostril? If it's right nostril, we're in or we're in Mexico. Double ba- double barrels, brother. Oh well, then I don't know where we're working. Right Lock, nostril, Mexico, fully loaded. <laughs> uh, what is this show? What are we doing? I'm restarting the whole thing. Um, no, but apparently the C- CW higher ups caught wind of this happening. <laughs> maybe because a bunch of people went on the internet and snitched on them like immediately, uh, and they apparently like now. It's like, oh, that might have cost the NWA some, you know, that now they might be in hot water with CW. Well, fast forward a few days later, the official announcement is made that starting in October 2024, WWE NXT will be set to air on the CW network. And so uh, now it's like, all right, so did this completely blow up the NWA deal? Are they going to have two wrestling shows from two different companies airing, you know, on different days or different time slots? The NWA maybe is off of TV, but could be part of their streaming service or their app. There is the, you know, plus it was the the deals were for two shows, a wrestling show and a reality series. So... You know, are they both done? Like, there's, and also, was the deal in general like, was this ever actually signed? Was were there actual talks? Because it was, it was just the one report about these happening. And Billy, uh, I almost said Billy Gunn, Billy Corgan even mentioned like he kind of did the. I'm not going to comment, but my phone's been blowing up. Just like James Mitchell blew it up his nose. 
the no no that's the other way that's oh, the other snorted. direction yeah snorted there you up. Go. yeah my bad uh oh we're gonna get demonetized which is hilarious but i say we don't, we don't get we're not monetized what the fuck are you we're talking not, about we're, we're not we're not monetized what do you think uh, the term shoot cocaine is gonna cost us money it did cost uh nwa well the thing dalton the thing is i was in talks with the cw network about getting oh. us a weekly show and now that's up in, that's up in smoke <laughs> that's not cocaine that's what? up the nostril i i don't i don't do weed i don't know um you mean the... medicine <sighs> <laughs> that was only for me and you that was all that was an audience of two right there Jesus i don't Christ. know what the hell sound i just made but dear lord um this is what happens we don't record for a while together yeah, this is. I would apologize to the people, but you know what you're getting in for. Yeah, but to say you saw Dalton and Asa on a show, you should expect shoot cocaine at that point. No, you shouldn't. I know we're gonna. No, 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 no. Pause. Time step, out. Step too far. Did I skedaddle? That's, no. That's not what he meant. That's not what I meant. You should not expect, accurate. You should expect phrases along the They're, offensive nature of shoot cocaine. My bad. Um, I am just very curious to see what comes out of this because apparently the seed like NWA and and also that that whole thing with Mitchell doing the coke, uh, that was Corgan's idea. That was his thing that he wanted. But why? It turns out, I guess he was told that the CW didn't give a shit what they did on pay per view. It's just what was on their network. Oh, that's the John Moxley defense. That don't work when it comes to cocaine. Yeah. You can say <laughs> you can say swear words if people are paying for it. Because like John Moxley has let F bombs fly on TNT. Yeah. It's very the much issue the... is is that like you can't have people simulating or in reality snort cocaine mm-hmm. for your and... brand. And it very much was, uh, it, it very much was just like, and it wasn't just him. It was like, there's other people around him, like yeah, just going like, face to table. So yeah, but it's, it was probably one of those like, oh, we're, we're in the market for a wrestling show, uh, but they run these pay-per-views. Oh, well, so, you know, if someone, if someone bleeds, you know, oh, if, if someone, if someone says the fuck word, like that's okay on pay-per-view, just as long as it's not on our network. And Billy Corgan hears that and is like. Oh, we can do coke? Drugs. Hardcore drug use. Fucking the wire drug use. Let's go. <laughs> and it just, no, Billy Pumpkins, no. That's not, that's bad. Dumb. Bad. Bad boy. Slap. So, but it is official. NXT will be on the CW network. I don't know if there is any, um, I didn't look this up, but I don't know if they have settled on like a time or a day yet but it the the country the press release was made and that so and it's also not until october of next year so i know it's weird that it got announced like that is their way of being like we're not signing nwa honestly that's kind of what i thought yeah which i mean don't get me wrong a lot of these deals do get announced once they're finalized and we know that wwe is like shopping pretty much all of their shows right now to try to get new deals so we knew that an announcement could be coming soon but it is, I didn't think it was going to be that far out, but so if we get any more follow-up, obviously we'll, we'll keep talking about that, but 
what a what a bag fumble if it is the thing that just kind of like oh you guys have Ilya Dragunov and Carmelo Hayes and Tiffany Stratton and Trick Williams and they got people doing cocaine on camera I can't believe they didn't pick the cocaine <laughs> it sounds like a way more interesting show I ain't gonna lie because here's the thing those guys will get called up cocaine is forever like i am very <laughs> this is mean but i was like so they got on one network they have the guy doing the cocaine on the other company they've got the guy who clearly sold him the cocaine <laughs> and i like that you know exactly who you know immediately yes. who i'm talking about what i can't fuck? remember his new ring name it's lexus something uh lexus king lexus king that's right yeah i this fucking show <laughs> sorry michaela oh that should have been my power yeah. of positivity i was able to do the sorry shannon bit from all of our years back ago for sorry again <laughs> god it's i gone. that again was it, just an audience of two moment for me if you were at the charleston show and you saw me get out of the ring and yell sorry shannon to shannon after barbed wire said asshole and, mm-hmm. or something something ass in a school it was the only thing i could do at that moment my brain was broken i, I thought we weren't allowed to say the wordy nerds but it's barbed wire and that just happens yeah no and, one's gonna tell i mean i try to you don't listen to me yeah which i mean in that's fair <laughs> um moving on though Kyrie sane has made her official redebut her return to wwe this happened at the crown jewel show where she attacked bianca belair to help out eo sky um hell yeah Kyrie sane on my tv then now forever baby so happy that she's back it felt excited like... and oh go ahead i was gonna say i'm very excited to see what they do with the whole because wasn't it bailey that like beat her ass the last time we saw her yeah it was her and now well it might have been baszler fuck i don't remember i'm pretty sure it was bailey but i don't entirely remember um but if it was bailey and now she's coming out to help eo who is in bailey's stable i could get fun i'm yeah i'm i'm very intrigued to see to see where that goes um but also her i her coming back apparently she's been signed for a while they just are just now re-debuting her. Um, yeah. It's super it's super cool that she's back. I did not watch that pay-per-view at all. Um, But, like, I saw the screenshots of her being back, and I was like, oh, good. Because, like, I always love Kyrie Sane. I think she's great. Um, Really fucking talented. I think that she is a net positive for the division as a whole. And there's a lot of cool stories you can tell with her. And I'm looking, and yeah, it was Bailey that took her out backstage. And that okay. was the last time that you saw her on uh, TV. Somebody so. that got one action figure in WWE and it fucking slapped right away. She came with the pirate wheel and the telescope. Mm-hmm. It was really neat. It's up there Which her, the I don't know if she's going back to the pirate stuff for WWE, but... uh. I I loved that. I loved that look. I loved that st- the 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 wheel, the treasure chest from that one entrance that she had. Yeah, uh, just so cool. And so I'm excited to see her back. I'm excited to see what she does with Sky and Bailey and just cool shit, cool shit. 
Um, on the other end of that spectrum, in relatively breaking news over the past hour, uh, it the first time I saw it was on Sean Ross Sapp's Twitter saying that the bunny is now off of the AEW roster page. We're looking to learn more of an update. And then I just saw, let me go back to my, because this broken ass website doesn't work anymore. Uh, PW Insider has confirmed that the bunny alley is no longer with AEW. It's noted that the two sides mutually agreed to part ways. And when you think of iconic women's matches in AEW, there's a disappointing amount because it should be a lot higher. Yeah. But the ones that you can think of, Allie's, or the Bunny's in two of them. Yeah. Minimum. And like those women busted their asses trying to put on a great match and they, they killed it. Um, Man, this is a... It sucks because I'm a fan of the bunny. Like, it's a bummer because, like, Butcher and the Blade never... They were brought in kind of as a uh, lower card tag team, which bums me out because, like, I think they are capable of more. Yeah. And then her as part of their act was really cool, but it just... It never... They never really got any kind of traction or any kind of focus. But as for AEW as a whole... Dalton, what is one of the biggest, most consistent, most long-running complaints about AEW as a company? Women's division. The women's division, and their treatment of the women's division more specifically. The women's division itself, stacked with talent. Fucking an embarrassment of riches. But it's very publicly, very regularly, do not get featured, do not get the spotlight that they should be getting. And to, to see someone like bunny you know she had been dealing with injuries for quite a bit um she had i think back to back pretty serious injuries too so you know if this is her deciding to step away that's one thing but like until we get a statement or something like how i don't get how aw lets kind of you know someone who could be a cornerstone of your division like let them go yeah so it's not a great look from AEW, like I said, at least as of now. Again, if this is a, oh, she wants to retire, oh, she wants to step away from wrestling as a whole, uh, you know, that obviously would change things. But, you know, gut reaction, no public statement from either side. Woof, man, that this this sucks. 100%. And it's, it's someone that, Again, it's a net positive for your division, and then just to not have her around and not utilize her to her fullest capabilities, because she was there. Like she was day one, like AEW. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just for her to like be let go that way, it's kind of a bummer. And again, yeah. unless, unless it was mutual, which I mean, they're saying it is. Hopefully, it was truly mutual, or she's going to WWE, or she's going she's going somewhere where she can be utilized more to where the way she wants to be utilized. Um, mm-hmm. that would be fine, but like just the way it reads right now, it's just kind of a bummer. Yeah. Um, congratulations to Carmela and Corey Graves, uh, as Carmela gave birth to their son, Dimitri, uh, born on Wednesday. Carmela went through 60 hours of labor. Nope. Fuck that. Like fucking warrior fucking hell. Yeah. And apparently 
everyone is fine and healthy, which is important. But dear God, that is unreal. Yeah, that's um, that's ungodly. Yeah, so congratulations to them, especially like this is just one specifically because like she's been so open with her struggles before um, that like all the they deserve the best because they deserve the best. Uh, Brian Danielson issued a uh, challenge to Okada for a rematch at Wrestle Kingdom. Okada has accepted, so the matchup is official. Um, yeah, man. I, I, yes, I was underwhelmed by their first match and not just because of the broken arm that happened that then continued. Um, but so hopefully the second matchup, I don't know if I'm going to watch it live because those Wrestle Kingdom shows are like at two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Our time. So that's going to be rough to do. And I don't have any time that I can take off from work. So, but I will be watching this as soon as I get a chance to. And I am looking forward to it because like not to say that it was their first match was bad or like wasn't great, but like the two arguably, you know, best wrestlers in the world having a a face off, which granted they had to follow that Kenny Omega Will Ospreay match, which was real, which was unreal. Um, And just the expectations being so high, they were they were in a rough spot, like position wise on the card. So you know, maybe this, this Wrestle Kingdom match will hit different. Be, it being in the Tokyo Dome alone, I feel like is going to kind of give it that extra something. And I'm not trying to sound like the, the stereotypical, you know, six stars in the Tokyo Dome Meltzer bit, but just that's going to be, that's going to be super cool. Yeah. And I'm also really excited for Danielson because like, that's a big deal to be able to have a huge marquee match at Wrestle Kingdom. And for someone who loves wrestling as much as he does, you know, this is a huge, this is a huge deal for him. Yeah, he was main evented WWE, like he main evented Mania. He's main evented AEW pay per views. Now he gets to be in the Tokyo Dome. Like it's pretty. Like not a lot of people get to say that. Yeah, that's so very very cool. And then the last bit of news that I have is also just kind of more of a um, nod and acknowledgement of the end of an era. Uh, starting this month, there will be no longer be physical Wrestling Observer newsletters sent out it is moving to a digital only publication and i just think that's kind of that's that's newsworthy like that's noteworthy as you know i'm not someone who is subscribed but the wrestling observer those newsletters there wouldn't be wrestling podcasts without dave Meltzer and these newsletters yeah 100 percent. for better or worse you know Meltzer has played a huge part in shaping what being a wrestling fan entails to the degree that like you and I are and the people listening to the show are. And I get that people hate him for whatever reason. Yeah. You know, they disagree about his, his match ratings, whatever, but you really can't argue about the impact or his knowledge as a historian. And so this is just as a, this is a pro wrestling fandom cultural moment of, you know, this is kind of a, this transition to digital only. Yeah. It's, I am more impressed that it's taken this long. Yeah. Like you said it. And I was like that. What I almost said when you said it in our pre-show is they still make physical copies. Well, not anymore, but like they were still making physical copies. That's insane. Um, 
Just because, like, they also now just, like, do their own podcast and shit like that. Like, it's impressive that they, like, sent shit out for people. It's cool. It's very admirable. It's a choice. But, I mean, he's been doing it since the 80s, I think. So, like, it makes sense that he would have stuck to to physical newsletters as long as he did. Yeah. Um. So, this is, I didn't put it on the news story, but I want to talk about it. Because I want to get your perspective on it, Dalton. And I want to get, if you're listening to this, I want to know your perspective as well. Let me know at the five star man on Twitter um, or let the show know at nerdiest part. So last night on Honor Club, Samoa Joe defeated Keith Lee to retain the television championship. Samoa Joe then vacated the championship because he wants to go after the AEW Heavyweight Championship. And I'm of two minds of this. And it's... I, it, But I hate it. Uh, on the one hand, it's always... It never sat right with me whenever someone loses uh, like a mid-card championship. And then immediately goes to challenge the heavyweight champion. Or the world champion. Because it's like, alright, well you just lost a match, so why would you get to you know challenge for a title you just lost but so okay he relinquishes the title he doesn't have to actually lose it he gets a big win over keith lee but at the same time like am i crazy for thinking that this makes the roh tv title look like garbage you have someone who's literally just like well i'm done defending this i don't i'm gonna go full andy from toy story i don't want to play with you anymore i want this one this one means more like it just it feels like okay well who wants the 24 7 title then like does is someone gonna run out to the ring and grab it now they're the new tv champion like obviously they can make a big deal out of this like you know hold a huge tournament to you know build up to whatever the next roh pay-per-view is going to be to crown a new champion and they can make it feel important but man this just like why would i care about a championship if the champion doesn't even want to be champion yeah, I get what you're saying. NXT does it all the time, but it's never the person relinquishing the title. It's always the company being like, well, you can't have the belt and be here too, even though like, like it's it's a weird gray area to which I don't totally disagree with you, but I also don't totally agree with you. Because like with NXT, it's typically like, hey, you can't be an NXT champion while it being a member of the main roster. Yeah. Like that's what they did to Solo Sokoa was the North American champion. And then like a week or two later, when he got called up to the main roster full time, they took the title off of him, which is hilarious because the current North American champion is Dominic Mysterio. And we just came off of a big Becky Lynch women's championship run. But so it's not the person saying like, Hey, I don't want to be here anymore. I don't want to, I don't want to defend this. So I'm just going to leave it in the ring. Yeah. It's the company being like, Hey, you gotta give this up. Versus literally Joe just being yeah, like, I'm done. I'm too cool for this. And if anyone can get away with that, it's fucking Samoa Joe. Like, I'm not mad about that. Because he just... is too cool for it. <laughs> he um, really is. He's too yeah. cool for ev- any belt, honestly. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. I'm not taking that away from you being like, no, nah, man, you're just thinking too much into it because it is very weird. But at the same time, I'm like, ah, it's fine. Like, if oh, ultimately, this is ultimately this is me making a mountain out of a molehill. Yeah. Like it's it's it is it is a nothing thing, but like I don't know why, but this time it just like 
It bugged me. Well, I think it's because Samoa Joe not holding a title is very frustrating. At least whenever he was like losing to CM Punk for the real world, real world champion, he was still the TV champion. But like now when he loses to uh, MJF for the Triple B, it's just like, oh, and he's not the king of television anymore. That's a bummer. I saw, oh, I need to confirm this. I'm not going to say it if it's not accurate, but. But yeah, I, I mean, I'll, I'll give you the the thing on like it's very weirdly handled and like personally i don't like whenever they vacate a title unless it's completely necessary and this one feels like it's not completely necessary because it seems like you could have just put the belt on keith lee but it goes back to the thing of just being like oh he lost this title now he's going for mjf yeah go ahead what were you gonna say i don't think it's true because i'm not seeing it in the new oh wait would it be is there a separate shop for ROH? Uh, maybe. Then AEW. Let's try that. Um, I feel like you could always go. Like I always found Ring of Honor stuff in shop AEW. Oh shit! There's a top rope Tuesday where the Captain Insano shirts in red. Yeah, I saw that. I've got the blue one. I am. Yeah, I know. Like that's not. I don't have. I don't. I don't have one. Oh, do you not? No, I don't have a Captain Insano shirt. It's cool that they did it. There is a um, Ring of Honor tab. Yeah. So, apparently this shirt just got added. Uh, It's the Samoa Joe King of Television. Trying to find it. Trying to... Wait a minute. Why wouldn't I just go to Samoa Joe's shop? Yeah, that's what I had to go to on Pro Wrestling Tees. That's a dope-ass shirt. It's a cool shirt. But it came out after he was like, I don't want to say I'm not, I don't want to be the king of TV anymore. He's forever our king of TV. So champion. Yeah. TNT champion, sweet tooth, uh, fucking king of Peacock, even though he don't even work for that company. He's uh, got two axes and no problems and no problems. God, he's so cool. I forgot who I was talking. To. Oh, I think I was talking to John about Samoa Joe and I was like, you want to see something really funny? He was like, what? And then it was a picture from like 10 years ago at the ring uh, TNA show I went to. I have a picture with Samoa Joe. It's real mm-hmm. embarrassing because I looked like me. And like, yeah. I looked like when you met me, me. That guy was a fucking yeah, nerd. Yeah, that was just, that's unfortunate. Just, you know, how you looked back yeah. then. But I didn't have any other friends, really, so I was desperate. You it just, just kind of worked out. You just came back from Virginia. You were trying to remake friends, and then there was little old me talking about Nightwing and wrestling. Mm-hmm. It was just like, okay, I will talk to this child. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> You're only, like, two years older than me. Eat my, yeah, I know. <laughs> eat my ass. But I need you to understand how weird of a feeling it was working somewhere that people were either, like, way older than me or significantly younger than me. Like, it was the first job that I had that, like, my peers were not within a year yeah. of me. SMTFB. I said that wrong. You probably did. Um, but I mean, no one's surprised FTB, my bad. I didn't add the T in there. It's okay. Dalton, next, that is it for the news. Next up is wrestling with articulation. We hit a focus on action figures Ooh. and video games and other nerdy things in the world of wrestling. Do you got anything for us this week? Because I don't. <laughs> like um, there no, nothing really kind of hit. Oh, I do need to make a correction from last week. Okay. Because I talked about the the one toy line that Vladimir was getting from Superfan. Uh he's also getting a major bendy. Yeah, uh I listened to that, that was, and I was like he's also getting a major bendy. Also the one I can't think of the company name that's making the the retro. So if you can find that for me real quick, um 
they are reputable. The only company that isn't reputable is that Rush Collectibles. And good news on that one. Um, and you're probably like being like, we shouldn't be happy that people are failing. He pretty much after the whole Larry Zabisco and like the whole figures falling apart thing, he lost every license that he got. Like all of well. them. Uh, which is good because that guy was a piece of garbage and I'm happy that that happened to him. Um, like whenever you're deciding to use disab- they disabled people slurs at people that are just wanting their things they bought off of you, you deserve mm-hmm. to you deserve to lose your company. Um, but yeah, he, he's not selling any more wrestling. I think he's doing a Chris Van Vliet that's supposed to come out in a French Angel. He said those were coming out, but I I'm very it's very sus. Um, the company that is getting that's making Vlad is they did. It's- Go ahead. So two things real quick. It's FC Toys. Okay. Yep. Is is the company, and also something that I missed somehow last week. All of the proceeds from the FC Toys uh, line are going directly to him to help pay for his medical bills. Yeah, yeah. Which like so that's super cool. Um, I can't. They made another FC Toys. Let me just check their Instagram if they have one because they made another retro that was really really good. Oh. These are the guys that do um, the Bone Crunchers. They're the ones that are remaking Bone Crunchers, like from our like our childhood. They did mm-hmm. Ultimo Dragon and Sunny Ono. Yeah, these guys are good. Okay, cool. Yeah, these guys are very reputable. They've done uh, Chelsea Green's retro. Like, yeah, no, these are the, the FC is very reputable. Um, but yeah, it's super cool that uh, Vlad's getting that and the Major Bendy. Um. Other figure news, uh, F or figures toy company, which is not FC toys. It's another one that does the really shitty indie ring of honor and legends of wrestling figures. Like you can get like every version of Jim Cornette you'd ever want to stomach, but they do it in the shitty Jack's figures lines. Like they're not good looking figures. I had a couple of them at one point. I think I got rid of all of them. They (laughs) made an announcement on Twitter in replying to someone else that they are not using the Jack's body mold anymore. Now it's going to be an elite style body. And if they can make those figures not fall apart like the old ones did, they could potentially get me to buy like a Jim Cornette or get me to buy like some of these other people they have under contract. Because like if I could get a Chris Hero Elite figure, Mm -hmm. basically, like I will spend $30 on that. Or like I would buy a Jim Cornette if it was in scale with all my other stuff. So that's what I was going to ask. When you say that they're going to an elite mold, does that automatically just kind of make you assume that they're going to be to scale. Yes. Like it's not going to be, they're not going to do like a seven inch, but with the elite style articulation. No, I feel like it's going to be, cause I feel like what's happening is they're finding these molds on the back of trucks and just stealing them. And they're like, <laughs> Oh, well, we own this now, even though I'm pretty sure that's not how it works. Um, no possession. If you, if you have something pro wrestling has taught me that if you own, if you are in physical possession of a championship belt or someone's property, then you that's, own it. Yeah. That's yours. Um, Jay White is the AEW champion right now. Uh, this could be really big for Figure Toys Company. The issue is the heads look god awful. Um, like there's some that like they made New Jack, they've made Homicide, they've made Hernandez, like they've made a lot of people. Um, this could get me to buy some of them if they're in elite forms and they actually look like somewhat half-ass okay action figures. Um, because again, like. I'm not a b- the biggest Cornette fan, but he is very much a missing piece in my wrestling collection. If I could get one that fits in scale with all of my other toys, it's there. Um, 
it's the exact opposite issue that I have with Power Town because Power Town's figures are so quality that I'm like I'm okay with having a seven inch or two seven inch scale figures in my six and a half inch figure collection because mm-hmm. it's fucking Bruiser Brody and Stan Hansen. FC Toys doesn't quite have people like that where I'm like I'm willing to give that up that scaling issue, but it's cool that they're doing that. Um, I have bought so much shit since the last Hell time yeah. I recorded with you. Um, I have Danhausen from the like regular wave, um, mm-hmm. the unrivaled wave. Yeah, yeah, the the twelve I think. Um, that figure fucking rules. Maybe thirteen. I don't know the one from the unrivaled wave. Um, I got greatest hits, but Blue Tista. Uh, they took away the bald spot that was in the original release. That's kind of a bummer, but like, I got a Blue Tista from that era. Um, I'm trying to think of other ones. The uh, so I've decided when we do the best ofs which is something that we just do for fun. Yeah. The figure collecting is going to be so like separated because there's no way <laughs> that I can just pick five. Uh, because I also got this in the Ridge Holland from the Royal Rumble waves. So fuck is such a good figure. It comes with the rubber mask, the like face mask it comes with the hat. It comes with a super fucking sweet jacket that like has the pattern in it. Mm-hmm. And it comes with the little club. And this is Ridge Holland. Like, and then I didn't get the whole so Oh, go ahead. So Dalton has messaged me, like, we've talked about it already. Like, he is giddy with this Ridge Holland figure. It's so is good. It, is it because of the accessories that make it? Or is it just, like, it, like is it the head sculpt is great? or I, Everything. like And, like, it's the newest form of body because it's all pinless. Mm-hmm. Um, which doesn't matter to me. I personally like pinned figures because then I can change them. Because, like, that's how I fixed my Mr. Perfect. Um from the legends because i hated that yellow one i just put all the new shit on this orange one and it looks pretty solid but like this ridge holland like the jacket's amazing it goes with the Seamus from a couple waves ago the issue is is this is the um figure that goes in the royal rumble wave and i hated that wave because ridge holland's the only one i needed i didn't need new beth phoenix i didn't need another lesnar i didn't need batista because i have the ultimate but the build a figure was virgil and ring gear and i needed that asa <laughs> Thank you, eBay, for only forty nine ninety nine, plus like five dollars shipping. Uh, I got this mailed to me, which was way cheaper than buying the whole wave. Uh, and the best part, Asa, do you know what the best part is? What's the, the best part? The guys that sent it to me sent it to me in parts. They didn't even put it together. I <laughs> got I got to build the figure, <laughs> which was equal parts. I was very happy about and very annoyed because I paid a premium for this bitch. And then I had to snap it together. I was so happy. Um, hopefully by the next time we record, I will have the uh, British Bulldog and jeans. Oh, and I also got the greatest hits figures from uh, Target that I needed. I got the new British Bulldog, which I can't decide if I like more than the original release that I spent a bunch of money on earlier this year. Because, of course, that's how my life works. Or the uh, the original or the new one. Um, and then my Terry Funk should be in tomorrow. And I know I like the Terry Funk more because I won't have to fix it up at all. Whereas the original one, I had to put, like, knee pads and change arms and shit to make it better. But uh, that's cool. AEW Fight Forever is getting a season two. Whatever the fuck that means. Have they not announced anything that's they made an part allude, of it yet? They've, made, they've alluded to the acclaimed. God, it's crazy that they weren't in. Well, when you think about when they were making the game, it makes sense because, like, the acclaimed very much were just the jobber tag team at that time. They weren't nearly the the big deal that they are now. 
Um, I'm I'm hoping that they make people want to come back and play it because like I want that game to do well. And it seems like that it's going to be more of a live service than what like a WWE is. Whereas like WWE is just like no, this is what you're getting, and that's it. Whereas it looks like AEW is going to try to like be a little bit more surprising about things, which is cool. Yeah, it it looks like they announced season two, but they have not. Um, there has not been any. Uh, they also did a pretty sizable patch. It looks like, um, which changes uh the color of gear from regular to black and then you can change the skin color and like make people look like zombies and shit Mm -hmm. and did a lot of different fix various fixes and stuff uh the announcement tweet was yo listen big things are coming in season two yeah so hopefully they add some more people hopefully they make the game where people want to play it more um wwe 2k is a game that is out still and it's still really good um you can buy bad bunny again for ten dollars we talked about that a couple weeks ago. Um, and then uh, right now, if I wanted to, I could go and buy the Zombie Sailor Hasbro-inspired Matt Cardone and Nick Gage from a match from two years ago. I don't know for how Which... much, but I know. Oh, they haven't it. announced the price yet? I mean, I'm about to find how much, how much it is, but I'm not going to say that out loud because... No, I need you to say it out loud. Uh, no, because this is like, I am I got special access to it. Oh, it's the Patreon. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I, no. I don't want to do that. Um, no, 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 as you shouldn't. Like, it's yeah. it's one of those things. Like, I only said that because I thought you meant, like, I thought you meant you were going to find out how much it was, but you weren't going to say it because you didn't want people to know how much you were going to spend on a little mini LJN-looking thing. Uh, Hasbro, Hasbro is what you meant to say. and It's all the same. Uh, it's substantially different, but I get why you... They're would... literally the exact same. Yeah. Uh, much li- much like... Uh, m- much like Surfer Sting and the Crow Sting. Oh, that was exact the same, same guy. That was to- the same guy. Exact same. He never changed his matches. I will die on that hill. You Well, at least you'll be dead. Uh, anything else for wrestling with articulation? Nope, that is it. I, I am good. Well, hell yeah. That means we are out with plenty of time to spare um because i ain't got anything else news wise there's no pay-per-views coming up uh you're making an appearance at no fold pro wrestling this weekend excuse me that's a hiccup um and yeah that's gonna do it we're gonna round out there coming in at under an hour i don't know how we did that with the two of us and how much we talked about fucking shoot cocaine it's a it's shoot, thing. So it's a this shoot, is where brother. I'm at. This is where I'm at now, Dalton. Because don't get me wrong. Like I like the listener base that we have. I like that it. You know, I don't. I'm not looking to get like. I don't want to blow up. I don't want to. You know, have wake up overnight and all of a sudden there's like thousands of people who know who I am. That would be weird to me. But it is cool to kind of like find new people to listen to the show and hopefully interact with us online. And so as part of that, like when I name these episodes, also just as kind of like a preview so people know what we're going to be talking about. Oh, you got to you know, put, so I'll put like I'll put there, the baby. stories. Between the fact of I don't think I, maybe more people will click on it, but also like. Is that the views we want? Well, no, not even that. Is Apple like if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify or iHeartRadio or Podcast Addict, like are any of these podcasting services going to publish an episode that's titled episode 70 
shoot cocaine? Because that's what I want to call it. <laughs> it's just straight episode 70, uh, shoot cocaine. Shoot cocaine. And like, I don't talk about Kyrie Sane. Don't talk about NXT on CW. We're going to lose that kind of fight forever rub. season two. <laughs> no, if anything, we'll have a better shot of getting them on because of how funny it is. Um, cause I'm pretty sure they've named episodes of the, the kind of funny podcast, weirder stuff. Uh, so yeah, obviously if you're listening to this, you know, the decision that I've made. And hopefully you just started laughing when you when when we got to that part. So it's an internal struggle. Does Asa do the funny thing or does he or does he bitch out? I did. Stay tell, tuned. I did tell Gallows to be ready for the ter- the phrase and I quote shoot cocaine. And he was yeah. like, I can't wait. <laughs> so uh, that's going to do it for this week. I have a moral quandary to wrestle with Hey, wrestle because this twitter.com slash nerdiest part slash the five star man with the number five slash mr d anthony n-p-o-t-r uh that is our socials give us a good rating on whatever podcast service you use hell go if you're feeling froggy go give us a good rating on a podcast service you don't use and that way the shoot cocaine will balance out of did it tank the seo did it tank our stand am i gonna wake up to an email that says itunes has removed your podcast because of the phrase oh i don't know (laughs) um also i did the extras and epilogues over at the pz85 network last night we talked about one of my favorite movies of all time the 1990 teenage mutant ninja turtles uh that was a great time and i gave my pitch for how I would have followed that movie up had it not gotten a direct sequel, as well as kind of my headcanon of why maybe some characters aren't in the sequel that actually happened. So, uh, that's going to do it for us. We appreciate everybody listening to this. Again, we appreciate uh, the team over at Kind of Funny and Matt Badson and for that shout-out, because just full-on fanboy, like, freak-out moment that completely made my week and yeah we appreciate you for listening and dealing with this nonsense i don't know why you do it but god knows i love you for it uh so until next week take care of yourselves take care of each other and as always watch more wrestling